Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. You guessed it, I'm your host, Tyler. And I am your co-host, too. If you're new to the show, welcome, first of all. Rolling with Disadvantage is our what podcast. What took you so long? Let's, let's get real here. Um, it's, our argue, it's, our, it's our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void. I'm not going to. Thank you. About various aspects of D&D for the edition. Yet. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. I reserve I, uh, the right to scream. I mention this every once in a while, but especially since our class series we did previously, yep. we did gain a significant amount of listeners. Welcome to have you all. Uh, I don't know how people find the show. Good question. I am actually very curious about how that happens. We don't publicize it or anything i did at first when we started but uh no but like like i don't put anything out on my normal social media yeah i don't tell many people about it like february last month was our most listened to month well thank you of all time and this month it's coming out strong we're on track to surpass that by far by a lot by a lot right so i don't know how? We're gaining momentum. Uh, we're still not, like, by any means a popular show. No, not at but all. But more people are showing up. Yeah. That's the important part. We, so thanks, people. Thanks. For showing up. Come on by anytime. I hope you enjoy it and you're not just listening out of rage. Even if you are, that's that, fine. That's Do that, fine. too. Yeah. Um, hate listening, I believe, is what that would be called. Mm, Do you hate listen, listen to anything? Uh, <laughs> what was that? From time to time. Okay, so what are we doing? Well. I think we need a D8. I thought you had a rule. We still need a D8. No, we can do a D10. It's fine. No, we're going to do a D8. Yep. So, okay, so here, here. here's the rule. Uh, we're rolling we're to rolling. see what we get. To see what we get. And if we hit, in this situation, an 8, we're going to pick a random race that is not in the player's handbook to cover for this time. We only have seven left. Yes. So as a reminder, you're here on part two of our you multi-part. Missed the, you missed the gnome uh, half-orc conversation. Should they have babies? Probably not. Multi-part session, interesting, on uh, the core races and then some. He's rewriting the numbers. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Uh, we have them listed alphabetically. Yep. As opposed to the player's handbook listing, which is common versus rare races. I don't really like that. Well, what are the rare ones? It's like, Dragonborn, it Tiefling, first? and Half-Orcs and Half-Elves? Why isn't human first? Always. Humans first. That there's a people who live by that in our world, in my world. We're all humans, though. That or doesn't make any around? science. In this world. Oh, yeah. I would really be excited if suddenly a new like fantasy race was just introduced into real life. Like uh, we discovered... That, that is like... Orcs. Very literally the campaign I'm working on right now. Really? Yes. Interesting. Like, you know, in Reign of Fire, they discovered dragons. Mm-hmm. But not that, obviously, because that's death and destruction. Well, I wouldn't mind that. Well, yeah. Coronavirus is going to get us all. Yeah. Um... Just a bunch of nano dragons. That's Side note, everybody, wash your fucking hands. Um, <laughs> Who the fuck didn't wash their hands to begin with? I don't think people were thoroughly washing their hands. I should probably get new... Get the like, soap things. on the hands. How long are you supposed to wash your hands fucking for? Fucking rub them, soap them, make sure they're soapy. Tell me, how long? Huh? How long are you supposed I mean, to wash your hands? two minutes, but... No, what? Jeez, that's like brushing your teeth. Minutes. 20 seconds. You brush your teeth for two minutes? Yes. That's how long you're supposed to brush your teeth for. What? You brush your teeth for 20 seconds and wash your hands for two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> no, my, I have an electric toothbrush, and it has a timer in, yeah. so it just, it'll, like, pulse every 30 seconds, and then it really? stops every two minutes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I feel like mine doesn't last that long. That's two, mine's two minutes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Gotta get the extra soft bristles, though, people. Oh, my God, yeah. Last time we talked about dentists, this time we're talking about brushing teeth. Anyways, um, you want to roll first? Go, go, go. I got it? Go, okay. Go. Hip. Got that seven. We're talking about them teeth, please. Oh, Interesting. 
Can we pull up El Tieflingo? That's Spanish for tiefling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It probably is because tiefling, <laughs> I guarantee you, is not a it's word. It's like Photoshop in Spanish. It's Photoshop, yeah. right? Um, so we, t- we mentioned tieflings briefly because I'm always surprised that Azamar isn't in the core I'm things. always surprised. Uh, and this ha- started in 4th edition um, when they brought tieflings in yeah. as a core race. Because they weren't before. No. Because they are weird. They are. Like, of all the races, they are weird. Of the core races. You know, everything else can kind of be explained Fairly easily. Except gnomes. We've covered their weird. Weird. But this one, like, clearly weird. Yes. Stands out in a crowd. Yes. It does. Um, I think but the I think the, the big distinction, and we briefly mentioned this last time, is that they are more or less made on accident mm-hmm. and can be relatively common in I air quotes. I know a few friends that were. Because devils and demons generations ago just was getting to fucking. Mm-hmm. And succubi, incubi, whatever. And then eventually, later on, that demon blood works its way down until you pop out of your mom. Oh, my God. The resurgence of great-granddad's devil blood, and you're a tiefling. Yep. That's really... It's accidental. Whereas in Azamar, Jesus said... Jesus! This lady's having a baby for a divine purpose. Yep. That's that's basically it. Yeah. Um, So that's deliberate. Azamar come around for a very specific purpose. Tiefling are just accidents. I think that's a good summary. It's like of the difference between like a sorcerer and a bard. Sorcerers are there for a reason. Bards are accidents. Now we're gonna have an interesting conversation about the appearance of tieflings. I think. Go ahead. Um, well, I think we covered. They are demons and devils. Resurge that blood sort of resurges yes. the other thing. They yes. have tails, horns, uh, cloven feet. Sometimes like canine. Oh, a lot teeth. of these are very. Um, you don't get all of them. No. There's no thing that out there that looks like a Christian devil. You know, they'll get the horns, or they'll get a tail, or they'll get hooves. You don't necessarily maybe, have to have all Maybe these. a couple of these things at once. But they have, like, very color... They have solid color eyes. Yes. Right? Black, red, white, silver, gold. But here's the here's the thing that is the conversation mm-hmm. starter in a lot of places. Their tiefling skin tones mm-hmm. cover the full range of human coloration, mm-hmm. but also include various shades of red. Yeah. Not blues... Well, no, that was a very special situation because her daddy's blue. Yes. Yeah. But this is, we t- we had, you know, many, many moons ago, I had a conversation Mom's about a the tiefling. critical role effect, you right? Know, daddy's blue, whatever. In that, by by virtue of being a popular show, mm-hmm. certain someone, your, your bae, yeah. makes a blue tiefling, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, valid or not. Also had a purple one. That's a shade of red, technically. So um, Suddenly everybody goes, fuck it, I'm a blue tiefling. Like, she, she polluted that the mind. a thing? It's a thing. Well, it's yeah. a thing. She polluted the minds of so many D&D players. I feel like what people think, not necessarily that, is that tieflings can be any color now. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. Well, because she, she effectively included 66% a, of the colors. I can make a yellow tiefling. Right. You Again, you could make an orange one. That's a shade of red. You can make mm-hmm. a purple one. That includes red. Blue doesn't have red. Yellow doesn't have red. Yeah. Right? If you're using a, a, a yeah. yellow, red, yellow, blue, red, red, blue, or a green, red, mm-hmm. blue, green doesn't have yeah. Right. right. Um, so they're supposed to have this kind of infernal tint. Very to much them. so. That's the point. Yes. Right. Is that they are hellfire-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So the blue thing, whether you know justified mm-hmm. or not, she incidentally inspired many people to make blue tieflings or non non red red tieflings, human flesh colored tieflings. Yes. Now, their skin tones cover the full range of human coloration. That's an expectation of incredibly pale. Dark skinned, 
tones uh, towards warmer browns, towards whatever. Like we have mm-hmm. a pretty broad range of colors. Oh, very much so. Which could include albinism, right? An albino tiefling would be a very cool thing to look at. With red eyes. That's not. Would their eyes? Would their eyes be red? Oh yeah. Right. Solid red. Would they be red? Because yeah. like you're, oh, you're an albino yeah. human, oh, you might have yeah, red they got, eyes. They got the red eyes. But would albinism in a tiefling, which might otherwise hair. have red eyes, have like green eyes or nope. something? Nope. Red eyes. So like I think a fucking rabbit. There's already enough range in what a tiefling can look like. Like we didn't need that. We didn't yeah, need it. Yeah, no problem. Whatever. With I that. have a problem with it. Hair right. cascading down from behind their horns is usually dark, from black to brown to dark red to blue or purple. They can't have blue or purple. Whatever hair. color hair you want. Who cares? Not green. It's not there. It doesn't say it. But they're not tritons. <laughs> tritons have green hair. Um, but yeah, tieflings are usually like suspect. Very much so. Nobody likes tieflings. And tieflings don't like anyone. I think that's for a good reason. If you were a race, you'd be a tiefling. Me? Yeah, hundred percent. But I am a human being. Yes, but if you were a non-human race, you would be a tiefling. I want to be a tif- a, a triton because no, the arrogance. No, you are one hundred percent a tiefling. Hmm. Interesting. Why? I mean, look at the stats. Oh, we're gonna. Ju- okay. You got that imp boost. You got that charisma boost. You're, oh, you give me a charisma boost and an imp boost. You're yes. so sweet. You don't use your charisma. <laughs> you you like you you're like you're like Ford. You're a half orc. You got a boost to That's your funny. strength, but you're you made your dump stat. Like you get a boost to your charisma, but you dump it. I'm often told at work that uh, you can hear me. Mm-hmm. Just talking down the hallway. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not a great voice, but it carries. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have the foundation yeah. to be a public speaker could. and say these things. Absolutely I just could. don't want to in any way. Um, Tieflings mature the same rate as human, but live a few years longer. So, yeah. you know, old Late human. 80s, maybe hit a couple what, hundred. What does it say for... Oh, we'll get to humans eventually. They give them, they give them long lives in this. In a medieval setting, they wouldn't... Eh, it's not medieval, it's magic. <laughs> Here, I start conversation again about racism... I mean, come on. Tieflings might not have an innate tendency toward evil, but many of them end up there. I mean, come on. Come uh, on. You're a fucking devil, baby. Is evil in your blood? Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Notice how there's no more detect good and evil spell. No, there's not. You don't need to. There's fucking red people. Detect tieflings. Yeah, they're there. We got so them. you're saying good and evil is in your blood? Yeah. Now, here's the different question for you. Should a tiefling pop if a paladin is using divine sense? Mm, there's probably not enough. Not enough fiendish blood fiendish for blood. them to pop. Yeah, I would say I would say no. Right, they're humanoid. Should different question. Does it? No. I feel like if I'm a DM and someone used divine sense, I'd have to say a tiefling would pop or an ASMR would pop. Uh, you ever remember the scene in X Men Two where Magneto escapes from his prison? Yes. Because the one guard got iron yes. pumped into his blood. Yes. He's going in. The yes. x-ray scanner, the x-ray, the magnetic scanner kind of flickers. Yeah. I feel like that would be. Divine yeah. sense, there's a glitch. You, you might, you like, you get you get a hint of something near you. Say you. Like, okay, I use divine sense. Are there any, are there anything wrong? Yes, no, there's not. Like, you say, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the the pal just looks at you like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Something. Yeah, it's weird. It was weird. Um, They're the same size as humans. They walk 30 feet. Mm-hmm. But they have a pretty good ability. They got two pretty good abilities. Dark Vision, obviously, they have, uh, you know, whatever. I'm going to go back and re-look at all Dark Visions. Excuse me. All I'm pretty dark sure Visions Fifth Edition, they made them across all the same. Board. But, yeah, I think their first, yes, they have two really, really unique mm-hmm. abilities. Um, the first is just resistance to fire. Resistance to fire damage. That's, that's crazy. Now, in all fairness, 
Fire is the most common resistance in the game. It is. But it's, as a PC, great to have. Well, because there's only two races that could have resistance to fire. Dragonborn. Yeah. Red, a red Dragonborn. Red, red or, or gold. gold. Specific. Silver? Brass. Red, gold, brass. Silver can do cold or fire. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go back and check that. Um, we'll get there eventually. But it's even in a Dragonborn. Yeah. In the core books. I think there's... Oh, yeah, sure. But fire is a common damage type. Very common. Very common damage type. Fireball, firebolt, flaming Alchemy, sphere. Alchemist fire. Alchemist fire. Right. Uh, flaming weapons. Yeah. There's so much... Fire, just a torch. Torch. Animals with breath weapons. Yeah. Fire. Fire is very common. That's why it's the most common resistance, because people build up to it over time. Although this negates being a, the, the helpfulness of being a forge cleric. Eh. The immunity to fire, eventually. Yeah. Oh my god, don't get me started on Forge Clerics. We talked about it already. Resistance to fire, big so ability. Fucking good. But their second ability is pretty good. Hellish Rebuke, baby. Well, Just get it. When you I reach love it. third level, you can cast Hellish Rebuke. When you finish it long. Uh, yeah, second, as a second level spell. Not as, it's a second level spell, yeah. so you get the 3d10s of fire damage. Yeah. As just... I, that's just incredible as a racial ability. Right, we talked about gnomes last time having a little bit of magic in them. This isn't really having magic in you. You're, like, racially doing this. Is this is next level. Your blood is boiling and fucking lighting shit on fire. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, when the devil possesses people, like, the exorcism and, like, a douche. It's just the devil's in there. It just pops I out. Fucking love it. And when we reach fifth level, you can cast darkness. Not as cool. Cool, but not as cool. I mean, being able to naturally just, just create make darkness. darkness. Is, yeah, great, but, I mean, hellish rebuke. Just fucking... Lighting. Sh- somebody walks up to you and you're in a bar fight. Somebody punches you and then you just fucking light them on fire. Yeah, like you, they punch you, you spit your blood at them and it burns their skin yes, off. Yes, they literally just burst into flames and die. Because they- it's a bar fight, so the guy's got probably got like five health. Oh yeah, that guy's a commoner. He's yeah. dead. Oh, can you imagine? Like you see a tiefling. Oh, look at that fucking tiefling. You kick it or you throw a rock at it or something. And you die. And it just looks back at you and you burst into flames Granted, and die. This would be a third level tiefling, so yeah. it's in theory. A magnitude of an order of magnitude more powerful than your average bar guy. Yeah, 100%. right. Um, but Why still. would you pick a fight with a tiefling? Period. Because I mean, first level tieflings are very vulnerable. But even still, it is not a commoner. Like very rarely are tieflings common in any way because of their. You know, you know what I like to think of? Nature. Like they're they're picked on a lot. They're probably the victims of like mobs, not individual. Fair. Right. Can only class do the hell's rebuke once. Right, one guy gets rebuked, the rest of them go, ah, and they stone yeah. them yeah. and they beat them, yeah. like the whole thing, and that would be brutal as fuck. Yeah, and that's what you need the darkness for. Mm-hmm. I actually got to tell you, like side note. Well, if you're at fifth level, you're just fucking killing I, um, all for the fun of it. In recent history, in this world, there was some, there's some, there's been some political in India, uh, like some civil citizen citizenry, mm-hmm. nationalism type stuff where certain people have been excluded from being citizens of the country mm-hmm. that it previously were. Yep. And um, there's been some violence, and I happened across some footage I saw of a person being stoned. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. Mm-hmm. It's really not pleasant. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, they, they're just, you know, they hit with a rock and they're dead. No. It's a lot of little rocks. Yeah. And a person just can't get up and then dies. Never in my life can I imagine doing that See, or experiencing that. This is why your fantasy world so fucking miserable. <laughs> yeah. We're sitting here trying to play a fantasy game. You're over here like, racism is everywhere. It really is. And everything is shit. Yeah. 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 You know, we could just have like happy times. No. Next campaign. 
Yeah. Everything is awesome. It's the Lego movie. Um, so is there any sub-races for Tieflings? There are, but not in the player's handbook. So no, they, they, they kind of do them eventually for the different kinds of devils. Yes, the arch the, devils. The arch devils, exactly. Yes. Um, Which uh, some of those are familiar, some of those are not. Like, I don't know that one. But, yeah, we don't really have to get into those. There are variant Tieflings as well in the Dungeon Master's Guide, I think. Um, but yeah. Again, don't really need to cover those. I think we should stick with the player's handbook on so, the situation. So, given that we all know about a Tiefling, where would we where would we like to see our Tieflings in the story as a class, as oh, a back? I mean, Tieflings are typically, like devils, spellcasters. Yeah, right? Charisma int. Very, yeah, very rarely are you some sort of melee person. Like, even... Like, yeah, I think even a pit fiend is still a spellcaster by its very nature. It has incredible melee capabilities, but it is a spellcaster. It has great spells. Int and charisma don't really go well together. Not together, no. Like, it's, those are two. I'd great. rather have, you know, charisma decks or charisma con or int con or int decks, but it makes sense for them to be very smart and very, you know. They're devils. They make tricks. They make deals. Well, charisma manifests in a lot of different ways, right? It's not necessarily like charming yeah. guy. It it could be a, a scary guy, or it could be a sly mm-hmm. person, right? Yeah. It, it's a a salesman, a force of personality. Exactly. Yeah. That's a very good way of putting it. Whatever, whatever that personality is. Yeah. Um, like a cult leader. Yeah, very much so. Or um, the waitress who gets an extra tip. Mm-hmm. Those are both charismatic people, right? One for different purposes than very the much other. So, yeah. Um, so they they're probably not gonna be what druids. Yeah, I can't see. I can't. <laughs> that's probably the best one, actually. I don't think I could ever like any other class. Somehow they'd find a way, you know, through their devilish nature. Maybe they do like to fight. Maybe they did become a melee sure. fighter, like an eldritch knight or something. Well, charisma gets a paladin by. Ca- yeah, paladin. Sure. You know, so. But yeah, uh, I don't think I could imagine. Uh, tiefling druid. I would love to see like you. I fuck fuck my devil ancestry. I'm going out in the woods and never coming back. <laughs> like that would just be a miserable. Like the animals wouldn't trust you. Like, would you would you just be corrupting nature? Like that's your thing. Yeah. Like bringing hell on earth. There was a great uh, prestige class in 3.5, the Defiler mm-hmm. for the druids, and that's the evil druid. I could see that for a tiefling. There's um, just turning earth into like a literal new hell. There's a you know there's a, there's a I don't know what kind of game it's technically called, but it's called Terraria. It's like a 2D Minecraft sort of, but different. And at one point in the game, you unleash the corruption on, on the rest of yourself. Mm-hmm. It'll just start turning nature into something else, like into like an evil place. And like, I kind of like if you're yeah. a tiefling druid, that's Maybe probably your goal, yeah. right? Like, oh, I'm going to, you'd be a spore druid probably. And turn Cir- things. Circle the land, you'd be picked desert. It would be kind of cool visually to be a circle of the moon tiefling when you wild shape. Maybe you have devilish features. Like a hellhound yeah. or something. You have horns. You have like mm-hmm. uh, the, your crazy red colored eyes. Or yeah. Your fur is a different color or whatever. That'd be fun. It's actually, it's a feature in um in the World of Warcraft video games, right? When a druid wild shapes, they tend to take on racial qualities, like depending on what they are, which is nice. Um, yeah, I think a druid is probably the least expected I think it's the hardest one to pull off. Because, you know, a rogue might not benefit from those, but it makes sense. I think it's always... Rogues, one of their saves is Int. Int. Yep. And every rogue should have a little charisma to get out of a situation with a quick chat. Yeah, probably. And uh, But, but like, as a tiefling, you Sorcerer, don't really want to draw attention warlock. to yourself. War, I think Warlock's warlock number one. The easy yes, one. 100%. Sorcerer makes all the sense in the world. Right. Bards, you can pull off pretty easily. Cleric, 
is a stretch. Cleric, depending on, you know, it just depends on your, depends on your domain. Okay, you know? could you be an evil cleric? Yeah. And, and fall in yeah. line with your blood, yeah. right? Paladin makes all the sense in the world. Back in the day, not in the back of the day, uh, the, um, not, the Divine Light Sorcerer. Um, the Divine Light Sorcerer, is that a thing still? Is it a thing yet? Divine Soul Sorcerer. Divine yeah. Soul Sorcerer? They took the Divine Soul class and turned it into a... Kind of, like... Tieflingish, where you're, we're like fighting against that your devil. For Jesse's one shot. I was a divine soul sorcerer. Yeah, like because you don't that have. To, you're not a slave to your your fiendish ancestry. No. You can rebel. Maybe against fight it. against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like certain. You're chosen by the light to fight the darkness. Oh, fate. All right. Well, I'm gonna actually take that music cue as a cue, and we will um, take five, and we'll do another one. Yep. Hi. Because I'm bad. Hello, I'm bad. new listener. You stuck around. Congratulations. You made it through. You know, I think about like. Now go back and listen to their forty some episodes. How far do we have to get before we have like a giveaway or something? We don't have money. Well, I'm saying like, what what do we need? What do people want? I don't know what people want. What what can we do to incentivize our listeners to engage with us? Aside from providing this quality content. Mm. I don't know. Does anybody want to play with me on Dark Souls 2? I'm still farming Sunlight Metals to get all my achievements. You can play with people on Dark Souls? Yeah, you PvP. Oh. But you can also, there's co-op, like you can be summoned to help somebody fight a boss, or you can invade people and try to kill them. Which is Man, honestly the greatest PvP terrible. in the, like, it's the greatest PvP done. You're playing a game, you're doing your own thing, somebody just comes into your fucking game and tries to kill you. That's Dark Souls PvP. That'd be so annoying. It's so annoying, but it's so fun. <laughs> I don't like that. I have all the achievements in Dark Souls 1 and 3, and I'm like two achievements away in Dark Souls 2. So. Sounds time-consuming. It is. It is time-consuming. But, you know, in between working on D&D, I want to suffer. So. Sure. That's where I'm at with that. Sure. But I don't, you know, I don't know. Should, should we be doing more or other things to get our audience to engage with us? I don't know. Listeners, what do you think? You know, not, if we don't give them something, they're not going to tell us. That's the tough part. Is in order to get engagement, you need to provide them something. But you can't provide them something unless you know what they want. And you can't give them what they want if they don't tell us, which goes back to the first thing. If only we were sponsored by food or something. Yeah. Or alcohol. Or toys. Or dice. Anything. We just give something. From now on, we can, like... Before the show, run out to like a McDonald's, get a Happy Meal, and we give away the toy. That's funny. No, I haven't been to McDonald's in years, and I'm not going to go back. Can we just buy the toy at McDonald's? You can. Okay. You actually can. Then we'll do that. We'll give away a Happy Meal toy one of these days. I don't even know where McDonald's Oh, yeah, there's one over on uh, the, the place. The place over there. Yeah. Um, okay, so hi. We're here, part uh, second half of our show today for a race. I rolled the first one. Come on, eight. Ah, hi. Good. Good old halfling. Wait. Tiefling, halfling, tiefling, halfling. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Halfling, tiefling. All the lings. I think we've talked anecdotally about halflings a lot. Halflings are so fucking Halflings cool. are the... Are, Just so they're fucking... They're the best. They're the best. I don't think... If you, if I had to if I had to rank all of them, halfling is the top race. The one thing that they don't have is dark vision. That's, that's, that's their true. That's utter downfall. That's true. It sucks. But other than that, they are perfect. They really are great. 
there. Just so wonderful. But we talk about we talk about the tiefling being evil. I think the halfling's a great counterpoint. Very good. Counterpoint. They are pleasant, happy, gregarious motherfuckers. They love to help people. They they like talking to people. They love don't say a bad word about anybody. Nope. They just they they they're they're like gypsies. I think historically they and have just a joie de vie. What is that? A, a joy for life. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um. They they're loyal to friends. They are friendly to everyone. About the same size as a gnome. Not a deep gnome, though. Not a deep gnome. Um, and they are... Yeah, they're hard- stout halflings. And they are hard workers. Very hard workers. I feel like halflings in this context are pretty much better versions of Tolkien halflings. Yes. Uh, yes. Whereas uh, hobbits, yes, as they hobbits. are known in the Tolkien world, are much more... Shire folk. Uh distrustful of outsiders yes halflings embrace it they love new people because they want to learn they, they they have this curiosity they just want to know things about people so they can make life better for those people and themselves i think it, it, yes and they um it's it's right here in the description it's very tolkien-esque most halflings live in small peaceful communities large farms well-kept groves they rarely build kingdoms of their own or even hold much land beyond their quiet, here's the word, shires. Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to be pleasant farming type people, but when Gandalf comes to visit, boy, is everybody excited. Let's do this. When they see some other race, wow, look at that. Let's talk to that guy. When you know, Halflings try to get along with everyone else and are loath to make sweeping generalizations, especially negative ones. Yeah, right. These are great dis- short, short descriptions of how they interact with dwarves, elves, and humans. Yeah. Like, it's always positive. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Which leads me to my question. Where are the evil halflings? I think an evil halfling is... In the same way that heroes are bred through tragedy, I think villains are the same way. Something terrible happened to them, and instead of fighting the fight, they fought the good fight. This is an interesting question or interesting point to bring up. When looking at a race, mm-hmm. it's giving me a description. Yep. This is a description generally yeah. for the whole race, yeah. not for the individual. Yeah. So the the halfling individual, mm-hmm. right, gets to be the um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The 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 tragic whatever. That's a word I can't summon the fucking word. Yeah, I don't know what you're going for here. Just move on. Make oh, your I'm point. I'm just gonna move on and make my point. The point is, the happy positive halfling. Yeah. Isn't the same adventurer. No. As the sad tragic halfling. Yes. Agreed. What's the word I'm thinking of? God's gonna piss me off. Anyways, um, but they they go on adventures. It's right there. Mm-hmm. They want to explore. They want to support their friends. I'm going on an, an adventure. adventure. It's not necessarily career, right? Or uh, they like to experience things. It's yeah. Period. Exactly. It's for the experience. Yeah. They're they're the they pe- want to have a story to tell around the fire. They don't want to buy things. They want to buy experiences. Yes. Halflings. Just wonderful people. So what do they get? Dexterity, all of them, because they're very nimble. Yes. Very small, very nimble. Um, again, they're going to be small, about three feet, 40 pounds. They tend to live about 150 years. They can move through the space of larger creatures. That's a huge ability. Yeah. That's a huge and, ability. And the way I always visualize this is literally from the Lord legs. of the Rings. Yes. The fucking hobbits running between the legs of, of the Urukai in the second movie. The, well, I was going to say the troll in the first movie. Oh, the cave troll. Well, it's even medium creatures. Yeah, I'm saying they can run through anything larger than them. Yes. Yeah. 
What's that ability called? What's called? Halfling nimbleness. Halfling nimbleness. Which makes sense. Any creature that is a of a size larger than yours. They're brave. That's also a huge ability. Advantage on saving those against fear. Fuck you, dragon. I'm here. Can you imagine that you are a race? So you're, small. You're, you're so small. You're so small. And you're so happy. You're very the smallest because you barely hit three foot where gnomes can get above three foot. Average height, about three feet tall, weighs about 40 pounds. Your size is small. You, you are the smallest you thing out there. You walk up besides kobolds. to a dragon. Mm-hmm. For presence, you're like, that's kind of spooky, but I'm okay with it. What up? How are you doing, big guy? That's And crazy. I like to literally think, again, going back to Tolkien because he loves his hobbits. Bilbo talking to Smaug. It feels very like, heavily yeah, inspired by you that. You should be very scared, but at the same time, you have your composure. You are able to talk to the dragon instead of pissing your pants and running away. And I think that's a big part of it is they're not not scared. No. They're able to manage that yes. fear. Yes, compartmentalize it. Because you're the halfling. Like, you're supposed to be the positive force yeah, in this. Don't worry, it's all good, guys. They are slow, though. I mean, all small creatures. They're they're slow compared to someone with legs twice the size it, of their body. It really shows up sometimes, though, in a fight oh, yeah. when like everybody's got thirty feet and the fucking halfling's at twenty five. Or everyone's trying to run away. And it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, you're in the back. Guess what? That now, thing, the luckily, dog. Luckily, a lot you. of times halflings are rogues or monks or in the rangers that either are in the back or can move quickly. Yeah, the halfling monk is always my favorite because like I got the bonus speed. My speed's normal now. Yeah. <laughs> Ha! I'm five feet faster than you all now. Now, they, it says right here, uh, we skipped this part a little bit. We kind of touched on it. We most talked ha- about it many times. Most times are lawful good. Yes. Lawful good. Yes, they, they abide the laws of the land, and right. they believe in the power of good. Which manifests for them no tolerance for oppression, which is a good way of putting it. No slavery. Yeah. No, like, hardline military rule We're of all law. equals. Right. They, they we set all deserve out, the same chance to be happy. They set out a very communal set of rules mm-hmm. that we all follow. Right, it, it, they're like hippies, tradition. but more organized. So a commune. Yeah, they live in a commune. Yeah. that makes sense. Halflings are hippies. Yeah, yeah. Gnomes are Santa's elves. Halflings I mean, are hippies. Yeah, halflings get high as fuck. They smoke the peace yes, pipe a exactly. lot. Yes, exactly. They uh, they they smoke the tobacco for sure. Oh yeah. Now, we uh we didn't address yet their greatest ability. Do we? Do we need to? I mean, who doesn't? We've talked about it a million times. In this great world, has not heard us talk about how incredible it is. Lucky. Oh my god, it's so good. Fuck you, game. It's so good. Fuck you, game. When you roll a one on the d20 for an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. So effectively, anytime you roll a d20, yep, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll. Fuck you, game. What? First of all, it says you must use a new roll. Like, I'm going to pick the one. Yeah. Oh, I really didn't want to succeed here. And even then, it says you can't. Actually, what if you were trying to fail? You can re-roll the die. You don't even have to. So if I want the one, oh. I take the oh, one. Shit. Yeah. It's an incredible ability. The odds of rolling two ones are astronomical. Point what? Zero, zero, six, two, five or it's, something? It's, it's astronomical. But obviously, I got to tell you, the odds of rolling a one and then a two are 100%. Yeah. I mean, for you... <laughs> For anyone else, not so Which much. is the worst. It's the it's the it's Probably the worst feeling is rolling the one. Haha, <laughs> lucky. Ooh. Rolling the two. Ooh. What? Ooh, I just had a thought. Oh, God, did it hurt? Oh, my God. Okay, ready? Ready for this? I'm here. Divination wizard gets a one on one of his things. Can he give it to a halfling to then re-roll? <gasps> when you roll a one, so like, so like I'm, I'm the halfling. I'm about to make the attack. The divination wizard says, you rolled a one. Yeah, he gives you the portent one. Do you get to re-roll that then? Like he used it, he uh, he offensively used it against you yeah. to make you roll a yeah. one. That's a very interesting question. Or maybe he it's a party member, and if you can re-roll, he's like, I want to just get rid of this. I don't want somebody else to have it. 
That's a very interesting question. Interesting. It, it essentially, is his view of the future stronger than the halfling's luck? Huh. Let's go. I'm going to... You know what? Oh, it is, it's not on... No. Oh, fucking... No, what are you looking for? I want to I wanna look at the portent oh, ability. I got you. Um... And then I put it in my bag. Ah. Hold on, everybody. I'm looking at wizards. Here. Uh, you can replace any attack roll, saving throw, or ability check made by you or a creature that you can see with one of the foretelling rolls. Before the roll. You can replace the roll. Yeah. So I, I would say yes, you can. So is, that, so is it my roll? I would I would say you get I would say you get it because essentially you're still rolling. The outcome of the roll is just already known. That's kind of crazy. And I think the lucky would probably supersede that if that'd be the case. Yeah. So if you're a dumb divination wizard and doesn't know better, that ha oh that halfling I foresaw this. He rolled a one, and the halfling's like, "Lol." Or like what you foresaw, the halfling tripped, but then he lucky turned it into like a tumble and threw a knife out of nowhere. It's such a crazy ability. Yeah. And I think the reason it's a crazy ability is is singular. There's no limit. None. Aside, it's once a roll. Every other racial ability has a once a day, once a short rest. They have limits. This is whenever, period. Yeah, I roll the one, I do it again. Next turn, I roll one, I get to do it again. Yeah. Later that turn, on my opportunity attack, I roll the one, I can do it again. Yep. Make a saving throw, I roll the one, do it again. Theoretically, everybody's action can make me roll a d20, and I could do it, I can never roll the one. And even still, I didn't hate it and hate by I mean I love it but it's so OP I didn't really hate it until they made a feat that lets you gave lucky to other players you give luck yeah which is advantage no 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 you give your lucky ability there is a, oh, feat. a halfling feat yeah oh where you can I pass didn't look at those. you can pass your lucky ability to another player that's stupid I don't like that I'm not gonna ever use that I, I you said you mentioned something about being OP it's not it's not OP right because it doesn't guarantee you a good roll no no, no, no. It just says you can't roll a one the first it, it time. It just, it all but guarantees that you'll never critically fail. Right. So you can... Which is OP. But you can still roll a two or a three or a four, which are going to be failures. But no, not, not if you're a rogue with reliable yeah, yeah, talent. Yeah, 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 Okay. Suddenly, fine. no matter what, you're not rolling lower than a nine. You can never right. fail. That's, you couldn't, I guess, But anyway, for anything, skill checks anything that's not a rogue or a bard, right, like at high levels. Yeah. But anything, like if it's a skill that you're proficient in, you're getting plus eight, plus nine to it probably at a higher level. So no matter what, you're never getting less than a ten. That's what I'm talking about. At higher levels is one thing, which most players don't get to. Early levels, okay, I can't roll the ones. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But it's not like giving me plus whatever. I could still roll a shitty number. There's still an element of luck involved. So I think it's a it's the it's arguably the best racial ability, but it's not like a game breaking ability. What are you looking at? What is this? It's called bountiful, bountiful luck, luck from Xanthar's. Your people have extraordinary luck, when which you have learned to mystically lend. Okay, I'm not going to read that anymore. <laughs> you say that makes me very upset. I don't like it at all. All right, let's spend a couple minutes on the um, sub races here. Lightfoot halflings are your very, in my opinion, traditional halflings. They're they, charisma based. They're very stealthy. They hide well. You know, nothing else special about them. You can attempt to hide even when you're obscured only by a creature bigger than you. Yeah. 
that's pretty you're sick just literally walking in tandem with a big creature behind you yeah like it's like that you know in um in uh, batman movies right when like the train goes by and yeah. it disappears that's the halfling a guy walks by and suddenly the halfling's not there anymore because he's, he's behind the guy he just yeah. keeps walking he yeah. hid um but the charisma bonus is pretty big yeah, depending on what you're doing, absolutely. Right, but charisma is always good. But it's it's like if you're the if you're the halfling rogue that's big on deception, yeah. and disguises. Yeah, this is Quick where talk. we are. Quick talk. This is where we want to be. Um, stout halflings get the con boost and advantage against poison. This is the warrior halfling. Yes, resistance to fear, mm-hmm. advantage on saving throws, resistance to point of damage. That's that's crazy. There's there are creature combinations out there that have frightful presence that do poison damage. Yeah. Certain dragons. Green dragon. You are their bane. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. I'm literally not scared. That'd be a great character to make, the green dragon hunter. It's, and it's that, a halfling. halfling. It's stout. Halfling. Heavy armor halfling. Now, I, I would just, love to I see do want to note, right? As a stout halfling, you're hardier than average and have some resistance to poison. Some say the stouts have dwarven blood. There's still no notes that they're taller or fatter. No. Like a deep they're gnome. They're just stout. I'm still obsessed with the fucking deep gnome. Is the it, the mm, thickness of the, it, of the deep gnome. Like, they... they they bothered doing it, and it was such a substantial deviation from the norm. I guarantee you when they were doing that, they were just saying, let's no. make it bigger. They didn't consult like a BMI chart or anything. They, or they said, thought, it's big. who's going to notice this? Yeah. Because I can't visualize a... And honestly, if not for Pebbles, I wouldn't think anything of it. Yes. Pebbles is the reason that I've ever thought about BMI with right, my characters was, ever since then. That was our... our... Character Dan, he had a goblin who how, was three foot tall and like a hundred and like fifty pounds, or fifty something. pounds or yeah, something. Like we know the what thickest. No one boys. noticed. No one. Checked. No one thought about it. No one said anything. Like, hey Dan, what's your character weigh? Oh, like one fifty. Yeah, because I think I was trying to carry it. I yeah. was a bugbear. I'm like, like, oh, I can easily carry it. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, what? How much do you weigh? Like hundred fifty pounds. I'm like, the fuck? That's a brick. It's a brick in goblin form. It, it's a fucking brick house in goblin form. <laughs> like three other goblins could live in that goblin's you carcass. Ever, you ever, I have only ever seen the clip. I've never seen the show where uh, in Dragon Ball Z, where the the one character is like he was wearing weighted clothes the whole time to yeah. like train himself. Yeah, Goku did that all the time. Yeah, that, yeah it was Goku. Uh, he was wearing just weights yeah. inside of his clothes. Yeah, he takes off train. the outer goblin suit and reveals his like buff fucking dude. This is like his calf the size yeah. of a fucking traffic cone, like yeah. a huge. Um, at stout halflings, they're still stout, but they're not noticeably fatter than no. like your ye old halfling. Or they're whatever. sturdy. Yeah. Um, is there any other? There's no other ones, no. right? It's just nope. those two. Very uh, in the normal books, there yeah. are. There's one other one, but but I think these really represent your two dichotomy of a of a player character mm-hmm. halfling, sneaky, charismatic, fighting. Yeah, because you have the con. You're up. You're gonna do some stuff, or you're halflings charm are people. wonderful starter races. I would agree. Wonderful starting race. Yes, it's, if it's your first time playing, I think halfling's a great way to go. Stout halfling. You get the extra health. Yep. Extra armor from the decks. You're probably gonna be a melee person of some kind, or like a ranger, or a rogue. Yeah. Maybe a monk. Yeah. You can be anything. A boat. You can be a boat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the other thing is that halflings have such versatility. There's not really a limit on the classes they can be, and I think that comes from them being such outwardly interesting people and going out and actually learning things about everyone. That I think that that's why their class tends to align with. Any, another they're race probably not barbarians. To... Could be. Why not? Well, they're lawful good, which is a dex, to... a dex con build. Barbarian makes all sense in the world. You, you're, you're limping, you're gimping your rage ability. No, 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 no. You may get the dex con to start, but then you focus on strength afterwards. So you're at what? Yeah. Okay. Fourteen, uh, sixteen, fifteen. 
or 14, 16, 16. Yeah. And then you start building your strength from there. You start out with a 16 AC. Yeah, having the con is pretty big. Um, Warlock? No, because Charisma. Yeah. Wizard, they, I get, guess the, they get dex. They get the con. You know? Ah. Uh, no, they, they can like they, nothing. That, again, I think it's because. Artificer. Why? They get Connor Intelligence. I mean, Connor Dex. That always helps. And no class is, doesn't benefit, doesn't from, benefit con. from con or Dex. Yeah, because AC or health. You know, charisma, yeah, maybe a bit more limited, but con and Dex literally feeds into your yeah. AC and your health. From a purely statistical standpoint, a stout halfling could be anything. Anything. And it would now, be. Now, at early levels, it's not going to be the best of that no, thing. No, by all means. No. Because it doesn't get plus two. To the con, yeah, right? so if you're going to be a melee person, you're not going to have that big strength at the early levels. No. But you'll get there. Yeah. Anyways, we love halflings. I don't think we could... I, I know. Maybe you don't like halflings. We love halflings here. That, I'm going to get a sticker that, for my car that says, I heart halflings. I think make great role play options, too. Yeah. For sure. Because there's nothing in this world that annoys me more than a party or a person in a party that is in a lively, fun place, like a bazaar or something, and says, I'm not doing anything. Right. But by virtue of being gregarious and being willing to talk to everybody, that means you're going to engage with the things I've set up. Yeah. Which is perfect, because I've set them up for you to engage with them. Yes. So, yeah, I think all parties should be halflings all the time. We don't need to do any more conversations about race. We're done. Wait, why would we do a goblin party? We should have been a halfling party. Done. All right, people. That was tieflings and halflings. Um, Either one's great. A lot of fun. Both charisma kind of builds, we interestingly didn't, enough. I don't think we learned anything about the deep. No, no, no. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Welcome new people. We learned you have a hatred for non-red or human flesh color. Not a hatred. Links. It's a frustration. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast. Feel free to send us topics you want to hear about or your D&D rants at RWD Podcast. Send us all the pictures of non-red or human flesh colored tieflings that you can find. Bruh. At rwdpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we will see you next time. Until then. Thank you.